Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, back on the Ohioan podcast. Hey, it's our first episode of the new podcast, and we needed somebody big, Craig. So we have John Bignut Peters, super fan of Ohio State. Uh, he's agreed to come on. And um, transparency, we're taping this Sunday night. But, John, welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, I thanks for having me, Chris and Craig. Uh, this should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Right, good to see you, Bignut. Yeah, definitely. And – Hey, we're excited. Um, you know, we connected on Facebook, um, you know, on Friday night, and I was kind of thinking, man, Friday night's the big game. <laughs> the Buckeyes are playing the Tigers, and yeah, I didn't get a chance to ask him, like, man, is he going to be there or not? But lo and behold, you were at the game. Um, you got, you were able to get tickets. T- tell us how you got tickets for the big game on Friday. Well, actually, uh, these tickets uh, were purchased through. Um, the uh, facility uh, to the uh, the bowl committee, the Sugar Bowl. Uh, we mm-hmm. we bought them off of um, StubHub, and um, and that's how we uh, we purchased them. Uh, they weren't cheap, trust me. And, yeah. Uh, so we uh, we uh, got to go to the game because they uh, they opened it up to three thousand fans, and uh, that was my actually first game of the year. And trust me, it's uh, it's been uh, long overdue because it's. Uh, uh, it's good to get back to uh, support the team and cheer them on, and and uh, also to just to see the Buckeye Nation, and the fans, and have a good time with them. And we're going to talk about the big win in just a second. But I've been curious. You've been going to games for a long time. Is this the first time you've missed games? You know, because of COVID and everything. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have missed uh, a couple games uh, in the last fourteen years. Uh, just a couple because uh, due to our our daughter uh, and, and uh, the the birthing of our uh, second grandson. Oh, yeah. And uh, so we missed that one. Uh, and uh, and then the other one was um, uh, due to um, uh, First Lady uh, Nut. Um, and she, we got tired of calling her Mrs. Big Nut because she right. spruced it up a little bit. Because, you know, she, she works hard behind the scenes to get me all uh, prepared for uh, game day. But uh, due to her job, she's in healthcare, and uh, And we could not get a flight uh, at a reasonable price. Uh, so we actually missed the... Uh, the game uh, uh, two years ago, bowl game with the Rose Bowl, Urban Meyer's last uh, game. Mm-hmm. And this year, I, I haven't heard, I haven't asked you about this before. What was into, was it just for health reasons? Was it just more of there weren't as, well, I mean, obviously most of the time there weren't even any tickets available at all. Uh, was that pretty much the big reason why you said, boy, you know, I really can't go this year? Like to the whole well, game during the year. Right, right. Because I'm a member of the, we're members of the Buckeye Club and the Presidents Club. We have season tickets for home games, and uh, that was all shut down due to the right. uh, COVID and nineteen and uh, 
you know, in fact, uh, for a while, even they, they were lucky the parents could even go uh, with no band being there, you know, to Biddle and uh, the cheerleaders and Brutus. You know, that was a, that was a really shame um, situation because they really should and deserve to be at the games. Uh, but due to the, uh, the virus, uh, they couldn't even be there. And of course, um, uh, the fan, the, the parents were uh, actually uh, not allowed to uh, show up at the last one or two home games uh, due to Franklin right. County being, uh, you know, I believe a level four. Uh, they were purple, right. and uh, right. so the they uh, were asked not to have the fan, uh, the parents there, and they couldn't even go the last game or two um, for, especially for Senior Day. And uh, so it, it was, well, it, I guess it's been, it's been really a crazy, unusual year. Well, I guess it we're very pro COVID safety and, you know, we're all for doing what you can to keep everybody safe and we're not promoting risky behavior, but you've been part of these games for a long time. I mean, you, we need to have one fan there. Couldn't we allow big nut just to be in the front row? I mean, you know, I don't think that would cause a problem. I mean, I'm not looking for a hundred thousand fans to be there during COVID, but one fan, wouldn't that be fun? Well, I tell you, Chris, uh, you're awful kind to the big nut. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've been a big uh, uh, a big nut uh, now for pretty much my whole life, uh, you know. But uh, and I've definitely been a Buckeye fan uh, a lot longer uh, for my whole life. And uh, I went my first game was in 1976. My grandfather took me to the game, and it happened to be the game of games of all games uh, against that team up north. And mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, we lost that day, 22 to nothing. Oh. Um, but it was special to me because I was, first off, I spent time with my grandfather. He yeah. was a grad graduate from Ohio state in 1932 in agriculture, but also the fact that there was two young uh, gentlemen playing, uh, one each on each side of the ball, one for that team up North and one for the Buckeyes, uh, that went to high school together in Fremont where I, uh, I grew up. So that was really interesting that Rob Lytle was the tailback, uh, for the Wolverines and Bob Brzezinski was the uh, All-American defensive end for the Buckeyes. Very cool. And what was the first year that you went where you, you know, you, you made up, you're ready to go. Did you say like 14 years ago? You know what? That, that might still be the greatest game of all time for me was the first time we painted up and went okay. out to uh, Tempe to watch the Buckeyes play uh, oh. the Miami Hurricanes. Okay. What, what, yeah. what a game. It was unbelievable. And, uh, you know, the Hurricanes had a big, long winning streak going, and the Buckeyes were a, a huge underdog. And, you know, what? We, we, we came back, and we were down early. We came back, and we beat them. And uh, that was, the I guess, the, the birth of the Big Nut. Uh, that was his first game painted up. And uh, we've been doing it ever since. But after doing it for so many years, uh, there has to be a driving force behind doing what we do right. uh, because um, – it's 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 been a lot of fun and it's been an honor and blessing to me to be able to do this. Um, but when kids kids get their picture taken with me and as they grow up and have their own children, um, that's when uh, I realized also that you know it was important to keep doing what we were doing because they kept saying no, big nut, you can't just quit being the big nut because when we have children, now we have kids and we want to have uh, them have a picture with you as well. So that was really, really uh, humbling to me and really awesome and cool. But then, you know, the driving force now, why we do what we do is our scholarship program, right. 501c3, and uh, just the fact that uh, we're raising money for students that are going to attend uh, the Ohio State University. We have grown so big now. We are in nine high schools, uh, seven schools in Sandusky County, where I live, plus Oak Harbor, which is my alma mater in Ottawa County. 
And then also we are in conjunction with the Elks organization in Upper Sandusky, Ohio. And uh, we give out scholarships to Upper Sandusky High School. So we're in nine high schools and we're giving out 11 scholarships every year, each scholarship for $500. And it's our way of paying for it as the great Woody Hayes always talked about. You know what? It's uh, you pay forward and help someone else out. And uh, and that's what we're doing. And obviously you're doing things to get back to Ohio State and everything. <clears throat> have has the college or team have they responded to you or like did the players just give you a thumbs up to the school come? I mean, obviously you're buying tickets on your own. It's not like you're getting freebies. You're part of the president's club and everything, but how has it been, how have you been recognized by the college? Like has, has the school come and say anything to you? Well, we, um, you know, we did a commercial a couple of years ago out in, California for uh, ESPN and from my oh, yeah. understanding okay. I was told that um, the Brutuses were not available uh, they oh, were actually okay. in a camp uh, somewhere in Wisconsin doing a, uh, a, a, a camp and so um, they asked if they could uh, contact uh, contact uh, say a super fan. Hey John, we're we're losing we're losing a little bit here. They mentioned me, and, and they said, evidently they gave them the blessing and said, yeah, okay. sure, go ahead. And that's when they contacted us, they attacked us, and we uh, went on. But I'm, I'm just a fan, but, you know, I from the above and beyond the norm, we just, okay, thing, you know, as the, uh, we, we enjoy it. Can you hear me okay, guys? Yeah, we were losing a little bit there, John. Ho- hopefully we, we can get you back. Um uh, your your connection great, great might, might be a little bit off right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we can hear you now, which is good. There, there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing you again. <laughs> As there we go. I think, I think we lost John, but I think oh, we're getting him back. John, okay, can you hear us? Uh, fantastic. Technology is always wonderful. So. <laughs> Uh, well, hey, it was but, cool. Uh, it was cool. You got recognized that way. Yeah, the way that we do these things in today's uh, day is a little different than. Uh, <laughs> right. I can hear you fine. It definitely, no, no, it sounds good. Well, it was great. <laughs> it was great. You got recognized by ESPN that way. That that was cool. And um, yeah, I, I was. We were very, uh, very honored and blessed that they would uh, uh being as far as. Uh, you know, we've done some alumni yep. I think we lost him there. Yeah, I think I think we lost you. Hey, John, uh, could you do us a favor? Could you log out and log back in? That might help us a, lot, uh, a little bit, okay? Yeah, I just, uh, you've been very, very blessed to do, and uh, we're fixing John, you still there? 
I think we we may okay. have lost. I can do that. Yeah, I think we, I think we lost you, Big Nut. All right. Okay, so we were talking to John Big Nut Pierce, um, super fan of Ohio State from Fremont, and hey. Craig is sitting on to a little bit. It's white. <laughs> I almost said white 2 okay, but it's, you know, 2021 now, but, you know, technology can be kind of a yeah, uh, issue at times. But it's good hearing from him. Um, he's got a, a big scholarship fund. Uh, Craig, you've written about this for Fremont before. What's the scholarship fund called? It's the Big Nut Scholarship, the John Peters Big Nut Scholarship Foundation. Um, each year, like he said, they give out uh, $500 scholarships to the students in Sandusky County Schools and then also Oak Harbor, uh, which is his alma mater, and then Upper Sandusky, like he said. Uh, they do that every year. They've been doing it every year now, I think since 2012. Um, but one of the things that they've also done lately is they set up an endowment fund a couple of years ago uh, for the Ohio State University. And, th and that scholarship was uh, developed to allow anybody that wants to apply for the Ohio State University to qualify for that scholarship fund. So not just a Sandusky County resident or, you know, a Northern Ohio, it could be anybody from anywhere that wants to apply for it and, and get that money to help go there. I think we got okay. him. Very good. I think we got you back, John. Can you hear us fair enough? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Can you hear yeah. me? I can oh, hear yeah. you. Yeah, fantastic. So, yeah, we talked about the scholarship fund. Craig was uh, sharing with us some of the things that were going on there, and that's great. Well, it's awesome. Scholarship fund's great. I think a lot of people also want to hear about the game because, obviously, um, Friday night, Ohio State played Clemson. Uh, they, I've heard they've never beat them before. I didn't realize that, but obviously, the everything changed. Uh, humongous win by Ohio State. Uh, what did you think about their performance? I mean, uh, I, I'm sure you can't say it surprised you, but it, it was quite impressive and maybe a little bit unexpected the way they beat the Tigers on Friday. Oh, absolutely, Chris. Uh, I mean, um, we, we, had, we had the utmost, utmost faith that they were going to come out and play well because I know, uh, you know, that revenge factor can be a, a, a big thing, you know, from last year's game. Um, but for, uh, for us to start out in the hole, the way we were down seven to nothing, and then we came back and, and tied it up and then they took the lead again. I thought, um, I thought we showed a lot of character, a lot of patience and we, we stuck with the, the game plan. And I think Justin Fields had a phenomenal game. Uh, but not, not just, just the, but both sides of the ball, the whole team in general was well prepared. Um, and they played well. And I, I thought, uh, I, I was in totally awe, in awe of that game because I thought that was probably one of the greatest games I've ever seen. And impressive comeback for Justin Fields, too. I mean, nothing against the way he quarterbacks, but he had a couple of tough games, I mean, to be honest, earlier in the year. And, man, he rebounded. He took a big shot, and you kind of wondered if he was going to stay in the game, and he threw six touchdowns and everything. And Man, he, he – Undoubtedly, probably the best game he had as a Buckeye. I, I, I was just impressing his comeback from having a couple tough games midseason to where he played Friday night. Yeah, I think when Skalski uh, gave him that uh, cheap hit there and, not, and he took himself out of the game and Justin uh, took a shot, I, I think Justin got a little bit more um, conservative as far as running, the, taking the ball and just tucking in the, and going with it, running with it, because uh, uh, I think um, – I think he was uh, – he felt it, no doubt about it. He felt the hit, and uh, hopefully he'll be close to 100%, and I'm sure he will be for uh, next weekend's game 
against uh, Alabama. Uh, but uh, Justin Fields was just phenomenal. And, and talking about depth, I mean, you know, some a little injury concerns with mass fatigue, but then you bring in Trey Sermon, and, you know, I'm almost comparing him to what happened with Cardale Jones, a guy that was a good quarterback, really didn't get a chance to play. He got the chance to play for Ohio State and obviously to win the title that year. And it seemed like Trey Sermon is almost is having is trying to write the same script where, you know, he was good for Oklahoma, hasn't played that much for Ohio State. And man, you know, against Northwestern and the and the game Friday, he looked amazing. Yeah, he, he uh definitely uh it took took some time for Trey, I think, to uh get acquainted with the uh, the offense and just kinda like to fill like, the fit in with the team. And uh, he, he struggled earlier in the year, no doubt about it. But as the season went on, he uh, he definitely started stepping it up. And now he's breaking records within within uh, OSU history. It's yeah. just amazing. Now, it was interesting. You had 3,000 people there and probably one of the more landmark Ohio State games in recent history. What was it like? I mean, obviously with COVID, we know that, you know, there's limitations based on fans and everything. What was it like being in a game like that where there's hardly anybody in the stands because of COVID and they put on such impressive performance? Was it a little bit surreal in that type of atmosphere? Well, I, I've heard more noise in funeral homes before sometimes than uh, than that night, night, the other night of the game. I mean, it was that quiet. Uh, but you can definitely hear the coaches for the Buckeyes yeah. uh, yelling and say, you know, saying things to the players and stuff like that, which is very unusual because with the crowd noise usually so loud that uh, you can't even hear the coaches. But um, there was still uh, some some noise going on in there, uh, you know, well, by the big nut and by other Buckeye fans in the Buckeye Nation. Uh, we were doing our share of OHs and uh, let's go Bucks. And uh, and uh, so we, the Buckeye Nation was, was uh, still uh, – trying to crank it up and, and get the players fired up. Yeah, lots of Dabo chance at the end of the game from what I was hearing. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Coach uh, Coach Dabo, he uh, kind of got what he deserved because he was kind of, uh, you know, as you know, talking a little bit of smack uh, leading up to the game and stuff and totally giving the Buckeye uh, team no respect whatsoever. And, and you know, I guess uh, when he has been winning the last few years with uh, high success, I guess it's kind of gone to his head a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're taping this about 7 p.m., and I, I bring this up for a reason. Um, one of the things we were talking about earlier in the newscast, uh, there's a report where Urban Meyer thinks he might be the next coach of Jacksonville. And I just checked ESPN. As of right now, he's not the coach. Might change later on tonight or maybe earlier tomorrow. What do you think about that? Kind of surprised. I thought Urban was saying he didn't want to coach anymore, and Man, you're going from not wanting to coach anymore to take on an NFL job, which can be even more stressful than being a coach of a, a great team like Ohio State. Are, are you supportive? What do you think? Uh, do you endorse it? Well, I mean, uh, sure, if, if that's what Coach Mario wants wants to do. If, if uh, Urban wants to be the coach in the NFL for Jacksonville, that's great. But, you know, this has been going on now for quite a few years, guys. Uh, you know, there was talk about him going to Southern Cal, there was talks about him going to, you know, if the Notre Dame job would ever come open. Yep. There was talk about him going to Texas. So this is really nothing new for Urban Meyer because we are a great coach and we've had great success. Uh, the first person that's going to be mentioned is Urban Meyer. And uh, we'll see what happens if he's actually going to go. Were you surprised he didn't take the Texas job, Big Nut? Uh no, not really. I wasn't surprised. I don't. I know it's a great. It's a great opportunity because there's a lot of 
a lot of uh, private donors and a lot of private money down in Texas. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the thing from what I understand is, is that he uh, supposedly was waiting for the Notre Dame job to open up, which I don't think it is now because obviously Coach Kelly's doing a great job at Notre Dame. And, and uh, I think he's cementing his feet into that position for a long time. But, um, no, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised because, I mean, Urban – Urban has a lot of loyalty to uh, the Ohio State University, and, yeah. and, and that's something, as you know, he's still teaching at the university mm-hmm. at Ohio State, mm-hmm. um, and and that's where his that's where his love has always been, and it'll always be there. And uh, unfortunately, uh, he's he's not the head coach there. But hey, you never know. Some, yeah. Sometimes uh, you know coaches move on, and other coaches get a second time around. Who's no? Who knows? Yeah, selfishly, I you know, selfishly as a Bowling Green State University alum, my hope is that he always comes home at some point. You know, yeah, but there you go. I think he's outgrown that just a little bit, maybe with going to Ohio State and now maybe the NFL. But uh, you know, selfishly, I'd like to uh, see him back in the brown and orange. You know, and, and, sure. uh, and I, I think if I'm not mistaken, did Coach Studra uh, inquire a little bit about the Bowling Green head job? Yeah, he was. He was one of the sort of short, you know, shortlist names that they had before they hired Scott Leffler. So yeah, he was one of those guys that had a chance, maybe. And well, and then, of course, we and, all know that Coach Stud, uh, Coach Stud, uh, does a great job for the Buckeyes, and uh, I would hate to see him ever leave Ohio State. But uh, you know, I, I don't think he's pursuing any head coaching job other no. than Bowling Green being his alma mater, and the fact yeah. that he's from Foster State, Gwendolyn, which is very close right. to Bowling Green. Very much so, yeah. And former Ohio State uh, assistant coach. If you look at the Buckeye staff, I mean, our our assistant coaches, uh, they're, they're, they've got their feet cemented in, and, and that, that's also doing part that the the university pays them well too. You know, right. don't get me wrong. Right. And uh, but there's so many coaches that are there that are going to stay there, and the, and the stability factor is just amazing. Um, you know, we we do have a couple of young coaches. I'm not going to mention their names because you know who they are. Uh, that uh, is coming up in the ranks of being a, a possibly a good candidate for a job somewhere else, but we're not going to mention them because uh, we know who they are. And also the fact that, um, yeah, we don't want to get the name. Lose, right? We don't want to lose them yet. <laughs> right. Well, well, what do you think Tom Herman's a free agent now? Should we yeah, bring him uh, back? Yeah. Well, there's gotta be a coaching spot. I'm not wanting to kick over Ohio State coaches out, but you know, they can name a assistant offensive line coach or assistant to assistant, you know, are you a Tom Herman guy? <laughs> Am I a Tom Herman guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to, but then uh, everything that the way everything fell fell out uh, here a, a while back. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I'm not a big Tom Herman fan or no. Well, I, I gotta ask you, and you're right. Your Urban's name keeps coming up of coaching. You know, I'm sure even if he doesn't take this job, he'll be named 20 years from now. You know, assuming um, you know he's still healthy and everything. But you know, the report came saying that if Urban doesn't take the job, Jacksonville might be interested in Ryan Day. So so big night. what would you say to Ryan Day? If if Ryan Day was presented with his job and he's like, man, I gotta listen to the Ohio podcast. Uh, obviously you don't want to see Ryan Day go. Uh, what's your plea for Ryan Day to stay at Ohio State? Well I mean, you know, that's <laughs> what can I say? I mean, uh, I wish I wish anybody the best of luck and wish them well. If that's what they if that's what their heart leads them to, um, but I, I don't think Ryan uh, is going to be leaving Columbus anytime soon. I think he's pretty happy at at Ohio State. And uh, in fact, I had a chance to talk to his brother Tim the other night uh, at the game as well. And uh, quarterback for New Hampshire College, 
and uh, his brother Tim was a quarterback at UMass. Yeah, and uh, that was that was interesting. I did not know that, but uh, uh, Tim Tim's even talked that Ryan's going to be there for a while. It, I think it would take Jacksonville paying a ton of money. I'm not saying a million more than he's making now. I'm talking, you know, you know, a billion or something. I, I don't see him leaving. Uh, for I mean, Ohio State's as long as you have good recruiting classes, you could be Ohio State for the next fifty years. Jacksonville, and uh, you know, I, I don't think Jacksonville's going to be around. But it, it's going to be interesting because <laughs> Justin Fields, the way he's playing, it was kind of an afterthought that Trevor Lawrence was going to be your number one pick. You never know. It could be Justin Fields, especially if an Ohio State coach goes to Jacksonville. So we're going to see how that shapes up in the draft. And one of the touch me to feel on a couple um, things. Um, I, I've been impressed. Um, you know, you were telling us before the podcast, some people were like, boy, Big Nut looks different. And, you know, you, you might be watching the podcast saying, boy, Big Nut looks different. You've lost a lot of weight, and congratulations on that. What was the process like? How much weight did you lose, and uh, how easy was it? Well, so far I've lost about 75 pounds. and it, Trust me, uh, a man of, of my uh, size that likes to eat is not an easy thing to do to lose that much weight. But, uh, you know, the, the, my good old family doctor says I need to do something. You know, he was he was pushing me to have the, that bariatric surgery, and uh, I've had friends that had it done, and, it had good success. I've had friends that had it done that had bad success. So I, it, it's a risk thing involved that I just didn't want to go that down, down that road. So I thought, well, you know what? I'm just going to do it, the, try to do it the slow and, and the right way to do it. So I, you know, I cut back on my sugars and my carbs and and uh, consume more protein and, uh, you know, try to do the right thing. and Do a little exercise, which is uh, uh, not easy to do. So I had to dust the uh, wipe off the dust off the uh, bicycle seat in my uh, living room. So, you know, while I'm watching a uh, sporting event on TV, I might be riding the bike. Okay. Good enough. Were now, you doing that this year for the Buckeyes games? Were you riding the bike a little bit, or were you too into the game to do that? <laughs> well, both. actually, I was doing both. I was riding the bike, and then uh, when something would go away, you know, a, a major play would happen, I would actually jump off the bike. And oh, <laughs> okay. yeah, I mean, it was, it was a little bit of both. How challenging now, was it for you to to not go to games and have to watch from your couch this year? It was it was definitely tough. Absolutely. I mean, uh, just the uh, the roar of the crowd, you know, um, the smiles, the the people that come up to me and say, "Hey, Big Nut, uh, how are we doing today?" And what do you think? What's your prediction? You know, and uh, just just the the camaraderie of, of of talking to other people with the Buckeye Nation. Because let's face it, guys, the Buckeye Nation is the greatest nation of all. Uh, you know, mm. the other colleges have great fans, but you know what? Uh, I couldn't even imagine uh, any other college of fans uh, being so great as the Buckeye Nation. Now, I got to ask you, you need to be honest. You're at home. You're watching the game. Are you in the makeup when you're home? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. No. Okay. That's 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 my game face. Uh, Ole and Columbus are, are on the road. Okay. But uh, – uh, uh, I do have a gator though with the, the same face, uh, so I I I'll put the, uh, the the sleeve of the gator over my face sometimes and I watch oh, the okay. game. And, and uh, you know we uh, we'll have a couple we'll be at a, a friend's house watching a game and and I'll have that on as a as a mask you know and uh, oh yeah it's uh, it's it's funny it's fun. <laughs> now you'll get hassled. You know, we were uh, saying earlier about the. Uh... Go ahead. 
Well, I'm just going to say, when you go away games, do you ever get hassled? Like, uh, when you go up north or if you go to any other away games, do people give you a hard time? Because you're known. You're on TV a lot. Uh, well, actually, uh, yeah, actually, I have been harassed. Uh, I've been harassed by, uh, uh, you know, fans uh, from uh, that state up north. Uh, and, you know, usually in, in a good way. I mean, they, you know, for every, uh, you know, 10 remarks I hear, nine are usually that remark, uh, which I, I'm not going to say. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they, they've, uh, because the, our rivalry with that team up north is out of respect for each for each school. Uh, now I've been to other uh, stadiums uh, like Happy Valley. Uh, back in the day, I was blindsided walking into the game. Wow! And um, you know, I, I I didn't I didn't have much respect for that, but. Uh, uh, Happy Valley can be kind of rough. I I got some friends yeah. that have been down there four different times to uh, tailgate, and they'll leave their tent set up. They'll go to the game and come out. The tent will be torn down and shredded to pieces. Uh, oh, wow. Um, so the Penn State fans can, can be kind of nasty. I live in Columbus. In I've fact, gone to Ohio State even, games. The band will not even go to anymore uh, for Buckeyes, which is a sad state of affairs. Yeah, I, I live in Columbus. I go to Ohio State games. I made the mistake once it was but, against I mean, the team I, up I, north. I've stadiums where uh, Wisconsin. <clears throat> All right. I, we lost a lot of slow, a little bit of what you said. I, I was just going to tell you, John. I, I, you there, yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. You're back. A little bit of a, a disconnect there, but I think you're back. So, yeah, it's funny. I'm just going to say I, I live in Columbus. I'm a Steelers fan, but I go to Ohio State games. Okay. I wore a Steelers coat to a game against the team up north, and I got screamed at. I walked by a frat house because I was a Penn State fan just because I was wearing a Steelers coat. I'm like, no, you know, you can like the Steelers and like college teams in Ohio State. I mean, Cam Hayward, you know, uh, Ryan Chazier, you know, a bunch of guys that play for Steelers play for Ohio State. So it, it was fun. So. All right, well, well, John, we very much appreciate having you here. Um, Craig shared a little bit about your scholarship fund. I know you were talking about that before you were cut off the first time. But tell us about the scholarship fund. How can we donate to it? Uh, maybe you could send me a link and we can add that to the podcast. Um, yeah, how do we contribute to your scholarship fund to help kids get to Ohio State from your county? I think we might have lost him again there. <clears throat> All right. Well, what we're going to do, um, Craig, if you could send me that information, uh, you had that. I know in a story that you wrote for the Fremont yeah. News Messenger. We'll make sure we have that on our podcast um, and so people can donate to that as well. Well, um, you can and, uh, do it, Chris. Uh, the first is you yeah. can go to John, you still there? I, th I think we're losing you, John. Yeah, so, hey, guys. Um, you can go to the university site and go to osu.edu. 
And okay. uh, you can join Big that way. Or All right. you could also donate uh, to... Um, uh, well, okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll make sure... I'm mean, Craig's going to share that link out, and then we'll make sure we have it on that podcast so people can... Um, go to your go to the link and make sure to help kids get to Ohio, Ohio State from you your guys? county. Uh, you're coming in and out, John. Yeah, uh, so, out. Can you hear me okay? Um, now we can, but you're kind of going in and out a little bit. So, uh, John, I was just going to say, Craig's going to share that link with us, and we'll put that in the podcast just to make sure uh, people have that link so they can donate to your scholarship fund. All right. Well, sounds good. Well, John, thank you so much for being on the uh, podcast. Good luck to the Buckeyes on the 11th as they get ready to play Alabama. We'd love to have you back on. Uh, but, John, thank you so much. You have yourself a great day. Thanks a lot, Big Matt. We appreciate it. All right. So, yeah, that was um, John. Uh, Big Nut, uh, Peters, um, we apologize a little bit. The technology got in the way a little bit, which is understandable. Hey, we're out of 2020. We can't blame 2020 anymore, but, you know, sometimes technology can be an issue. But, hey, it was good to have John Big Nut Pierce on, so oh, it'll yeah. be great. And, yeah, and they'll, they'll do it for our first Ohioan podcast. Um, it was a good show, and we we'll, we'll look forward to getting back to you on Tuesday. Uh, our special guest, and it's going to be a taped interview like before, we'll have Joe Frost yeah. from our Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Uh, Joe's going to be talking about ugh, the Steelers' loss that we talked about earlier uh, to the Browns, and it looks like they're going to play again. Um, we're taping this Sunday night, and it sounds like it's going to be Steelers-Browns sometime this weekend. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Well, Craig, I appreciate it, and uh, for uh, Brandon, we will see everybody back tomorrow. Have a great night, everybody.